What's up, what's up, what's up? You know what it is. Another day that the Lord has given us and we will rejoice and be glad in it. Again, I am the Spiritual Weight Room CEO and host, Glenn Morris. and want to thank you for listening today. I um, want to invite you to go to our website and check it out, spiritualweightroom.com. www.spiritualweightroom.com. Dot com. You can find us on, on Instagram as well as Facebook at spiritualweightroom.com. If you have any suggestions, questions, or anything that you would like to send, you can email me at Glenn, G-L-E-N, Morrison, M-O-R-R-I-S-O-N, Jr., J-R, at spiritualweightroom.com. Glenn Morrison, Jr., at spiritualweightroom.com. Amen. We diving right in. God, we thank you. We praise you. We magnify you. You are so awesome and mighty. God, I pray over every listener, God, now under the sound of my voice, God, that today you will move in a mighty way. God, that this is the day that you have made and we will rejoice and be glad in it. So we forever give you all the praise and glory and honor that's due to your name. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Just want to jump right in. I would like to give you a word of confirmation that you have been told before. Um, something that has probably been said to you before. <coughs> that particular word is, is that you are not the same. You are not the same. You are not the same. Okay. So just speak to the atmosphere and remind the enemy right now, wherever you are, whatever you're listening, wherever you're listening to this, I just say, Satan, I am not the same. Now speak to the heavens and say, Lord, I am not the same. So I know what you're trying to figure out. Well, I know I've been told this before, but what exactly does that mean? What exactly does that mean? That means when you choose this life that we've been talking about, that we will continue to talk about here on this channel, a life of Christianity, a life of holiness, a life of uh, uh, that represents the vow that you make to the Lord. Um, and a song says, and you won't take it back. When you live this life, you realize that you are not the same. You realize that before, as Jeremiah um, said, the prophet said, you were chosen before you were even in your mother's womb. So you are not the same. God chose you. He saved you. He picked you up. He turned you around. And you listening to this, and you may not even be saved yet. But I'm here to serve notice to you that God is trying to save you from the hand of death. He's trying to save you from sin because you are not the same. You are chosen. All right. So let's talk about not being the same. <clears throat> if we're not the same, it's so important that we understand the value and importance of standing out. Stand out. Ty Trippett said it best. Stand out out let's go to romans 12 1 and 2 says i beseech you therefore brethren by the mercies of god that you present your bodies a living sacrifice holy acceptable to god which is your reasonable service and then this is my favorite part right here about standing out and do not be conformed 
to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So it says right there, do not be conformed to this world. We have to understand that we were created. We were created to be different. We were created to not be the same. We were created to not fit in. So the reason why I'm sharing this with you is because Sometimes as believers in Christ, sometimes those of us that have been raised um, in a life of Christianity or raised in the church or raised um, to know that we are different, we find ourselves at a certain age trying to fit in. We want to wear what everybody's wearing. We want to do what everybody's doing. Ain't nothing wrong with trying to stay current. There's nothing wrong with that. Personally, one of my personal likes is I really like tennis shoes. I like basketball shoes. I like uh, to buy um, the newest Jordans and things like that. That's one of the things that I like to do. Keeps me up to current. So that when I do go to minister people, they're not looking at me sideways and, my, and, and, I'm, and, I, and I can go up to them um, with confidence. And then now they're more focused on what's coming out of my mouth and not what I'm wearing. But <clears throat> you are created. You were created to stand out. You're created to not be the same. You're created to be a misfit. You're created for that. Um, Why? Well, because many are called if you are chosen. Okay? Um, We have to understand that it's if everybody was 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 serving God, if everybody was living a life of holiness, if everybody was vowing to do what the Lord asked them to do and and put in his word, um, then it would it would be easy if it were easy everyone would be doing it okay so this life that we live is not easy this calling that we have upon us is not easy i'm trying to speak to your uh, spirit man today to, to to be able to overtake you so that what your spirit man can be strengthened enough to overcome your fleshly self your intellect come on that he can <clears throat> He can begin to strengthen himself so that when you do try to start to fit in, you still you do try to start a, to talk like the uh, the crowd and, and 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 I hate to say it, you start to try to you slip a cuss word in there because uh, they think it's funny. You, you now before you know it, you, you got a potty mouth, the same mouth you kiss you kiss your mother with, as somebody would say. Um, you have to understand that you're created to be better than that. You're created to do better than that. You're created to stand out. James 4 and 4 says, you adulterers, don't you realize that friendship with the world makes you an enemy of God? I say it again. If you want to be a friend of the world, you make yourself an enemy of God. Um, I heard someone say it like this. Stop straddling the fence. And if you know what that means, then you know what that means. Stop straddling the fence. Why? Because the devil owns the fence. Write that down. Put that on a t-shirt. Stop straddling the fence because the devil owns the fence. The Bible says be black or be white, no shades of gray. It says be separated, be holy. Come on, somebody. So we have to understand that if we are choosing, we are choosing to do what the world is doing, talk talk like the world is talking, um, 
cuss like the world is cussing, drink like the world is drinking, go to all the clubs like the world is doing, and indulge in all these things that we know we ain't got no business doing, you have become an enemy of God. You don't get to just go out and do what you want to do and think that you're going to show up to church on Sunday and God is just supposed to, like, forgive you, you know. Um, we just put so much pressure on God and forgiveness and repentance uh, that we just think we're just in the clear, you know what I mean? God forgives all. He loves all. But the Bible talks about in Psalms that when we continue to indulge in the same things and then we find ourselves back at the altar asking God for forgiveness again and again for the same thing, he turns a deaf ear until your heart changes, until your mindset changes, until the way you carry yourself changes. So you have to understand that God is, he, 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 he's not, he ain't no punk. He's not a goofy. He's not, uh, what are the terms that they use today? He ain't, he's not that. He knows your heart. He knows the end from the beginning. And he knows exactly what you're thinking. So when you come to the altar asking God for repentance and you've already premeditated that you're going to go out and sin, going to go out and cuss uh, Sally out, you're going to go out and meet uh, Bubba at the club, you're going to go out and you're going to do all these things that you know are contrary to the word of God. He turns a deaf ear to your repentance until your heart changes. Now, Y'all got to understand, Jesus is not this bad guy that everybody's portraying him to be. He's a God of love, forgiveness, grace, and mercy. He's a God that knows, he knows you better than you know yourself. So sometimes you come to him and you're trying to play him, and then you're mad because now your life has fallen all apart, but you've come to him not without a pure heart. You come to him uh, basically lying, fugazi, two-faced. You two-faced because you want to go out in the world, you want to do what you want to do, and then you want to come into the house of God or a place of worship and say, God, please forgive me, please forgive me. Then you want to go out and do what you want to do. Then you want to come back into the place of worship and you want to do it again. No, 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 no. I serve the God of all gods, the King of kings and the Lord of lords. He's not a goofy, okay? I, I, I want to share that with you. He is not a swerve. He's not a goofy. He's not all of these different terms that we throw around. He's not that. You can't play God. So when you come to him and you already have premeditated uh, uh, continuous sin, he's like, okay, I'm going to cross these arms and I'm going to look at you sideways with duck lips because you coming on up and in here asking me for forgiveness and you don't mean it. So uh, we have to get ourselves together and understand that we must stand out. And when we are straddling the fence and when we're on the fence, we are on the devil's side. We are an enemy to God when we don't choose God in each and every decision that we make. Come on, somebody. Um, second John, uh, John, I'm sorry, not second John. Let's, uh, John 15, 18 through 20 says, if the world hates you, remember that it hated me first. The world would love you as one of its own if you belong to it, but you are no longer part of the world. I chose you mm, right there. I told you you were chosen. You've heard it before. It's been prophetically spoken over your life. Somebody has pulled you aside and said, you're different. You're chosen. You, I chose you to come out of the world. So it hates you. The world, hey, listen, when, when, when you get traded, when you go over to the other team, your team, it, they hate you, okay? When you choose Christ, the world is going to hate you. The The average person is going to hate you. The average person is not going to like you. Come on, somebody. 
So you got to understand that if when you choose God, majority of people are not going to like you. They're going to talk about you. They're going to drag your name through the mud. It comes with the territory. It comes with the territory. Why am I saying that? You're like, man, why does it, why does it got to come with the territory? Why does it got to be like that? Because if living right was easy, everybody would, do it, would be doing it. If serving God and being saved was easy, everybody would be doing it. It's not easy when you first make that transformation. But I will tell you, it does get easier. He promised he would never leave us or forsake us. So through the power of the Holy Spirit, absolutely anything is possible. Come on. So that's what I want to share with you today. You have to stand out. You are chosen. The world and the people, the friends that you had, they're not going to like you. They're, they're going to talk about you. They're going to make fun of you. They're going to laugh and snicker at you. Why? Because you were chosen. You are not the same. And then you get to find out who your real friends are. When you make that decision, you find out who your real friends are. Then when you have to move forward and you have to separate yourself from them and now they're indulging in the things of the world and, and you're doing uh, you're, you're doing the Lord's work, you're going out, you're trying to win souls and this, that, and the third, what happens is their life falls apart. God separates himself from them and then they have to humble themselves and come to you, the one that they laughed at, snickered at. They come to you and ask you for prayer. They come to you and ask you to stand in the gap for them. And because we we serve a loving and merciful God and a graceful God, and that we're supposed, in all that we do, we're supposed to do it in love and with love, we have to find ourselves in a place of humility to be able to humble ourselves and go ahead and stand in the gap for those people, those very people that talked about us, that betrayed us, that laughed at us, that drug our names through the mud, that laughed at us when we made our transformation. We have to understand that that's what God will do. What would WWJD? What in the world would Jesus do? What would Jesus do? So in those situations, just know that they're going to come. So as you're separating yourselves, separate yourself in humility. You ain't got to say, you're going to need me one day. You know what? You're going to need me to pray for you one day. And this, that, and the third, blah, blah, blah. No, just go ahead, separate yourself, and chase after the image of Christ. And then that day will come where God will utilize you to save some of those people that laughed at you. Again, again, the subject today, you are not the same. You are chosen. Stand out. Stand out. All right. Last scripture that I'm going to drop on today is Matthew 10, 22. And all nations will hate you because you are my followers. But everyone who endures to the end will be saved. We have to understand that heaven is our home. Heaven is our home. What do I mean by that? We are just passing through here. We are just passing through here. Earth is not our home. Heaven is our home. And we have to continue to strive in everything that we do to get into heaven. He that endures to the end will be saved. So we have to understand that when we endure to the end, when we stay stay stand out when we understand that we're chosen when we understand that we are not the same when we carry ourselves in such a way that the more and more that we become leaders the more and more that we uh uh uh, uh veer away from following the crowd we will and shall be saved that is the ultimate goal what does it mean to be saved well it's more than just praying the prayer to be saved is to be saved from sin it's to be saved from eternal 
death. It's not just so he can go around saying, I'm saved, sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost. No, we're being saved from the hand of the enemy. We're being saved from eternal death, eternal torture in hell. We don't talk about that no more. Nobody talks about hell. Everybody makes it into heaven all of a sudden. Everybody's preaching about heaven. You didn't, when, 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 but, but it, everybody wants to preach about heaven and send everybody to heaven in their, in their eulogies and things like that. But we have to understand that heaven is not for everybody. Okay. Heaven is not for everybody. It's for the chosen. It's for the saved. It's for the sanctified. It's for, for the Holy Ghost filled. It's for the set apart. The Bible says the righteous shall scarcely make it in. So that means the people that are even standing in the pulpits, preaching the messages, will scarcely make it in because we all fall short of God's glory. And I want you to know, I would like to remind you of this. Hell was not created for man. Heaven was created for man. But it was the sin of, of Adam and Eve that separated us from God, that made humanity fall into sin. And now each and every person that is born is born into sin with, with the decision to make whether they're going to choose to follow Jesus, whether they're going to choose to declare Jesus to be the Lord and personal Savior. So I'm going to pray with you. Before I get up out of here, I want to remind you, you are chosen. You are not the same. Be a leader, not a follower. Stand out. It's time to take a stand. The world we live in, it's time to take a stand. We need more leaders. We need more people that are going to stand up. We're going to need more people that say, hey, do you mind not cussing around me? Oh, 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 hey, do you mind not gossiping to me? Do you mind? I just need, and if it doesn't stop, you have to be learn to separate yourself. You have to learn to 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 move aside and, and say, you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and go on in this other room because I uh, this is not of God. This conversation is not godly. I need to keep it moving. So I'm gonna pray a prayer over you, and then we're gonna keep it on moving. Um, God, we say thank you. We honor you. We lift you up. We magnify you. There's no one like you, God. Every listener that's under the sound of my voice, God, I ask that you would let them know, reveal to them, God, they're. Um, that, that, that how unique they are in the body of Christ, how unique they are on the face of this earth. God, please remind them that because they're listening to this podcast, they have been chosen because they're listening to this, to this channel, God, that they are chosen. This serves as confirmation that they are not the same. Get, 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 Lord, I pray that they get their lives together, God, that they will stop straddling the fence, that they will stop being an enemy to you, God, and that they will choose you. God, as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. A decision has to be made, God. And God, under the sound of my voice, God, I ask that you would give them the strength and the freedom that they need to move forward in you. God, remind them that they are not the same. So, God, I plead the blood of Jesus over them and a hedge of protection around them and through this time of transition. God, that you would touch them to make the decisions that they need to make. God, to grow closer to you. Um, I, repeat after me wherever you are. Father, I declare you to be my Lord and Savior. Jesus, I believe that you died on the cross for my sins and rose from the dead on the third day. Father, save me from the hand of death. Save me from sin. Save me, Lord. I say thank you in advance. In Jesus' name, amen.
So once again, we'd like to thank you for tuning into today's podcast. Uh, if you got saved um, through this podcast, if you've been saved through this podcast, please get on the website, leave a message on the website, spiritualweightroom.com, or feel free to email us at Glenn Morrison Jr. at spiritualweightroom.com. Glenn Morrison Jr. at spiritualweightroom.com. We want to know if your life has been changed or transformed, so please share the testimonies online. Once again, I am your host and CEO of the Spiritual Weight Room, Glenn Morrison. Hope to hear from you soon. Tune in on our next podcast and go like, share, and subscribe to our YouTube channel and go like and share our social media platforms. Thanks for tuning in. God bless. The spiritual